telephone from R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. This is the 131st day of 2015, with 234 days remaining in this year that is already halfway through another decade. We might lose track just how fast we spin through a lifetime until we notice that certain shade of green that seems to occur only about the second week of May, after a few days of showers have turned the previously tawny landscape into a prominently verdant display of resurrection and growth. That certain shade of green we have seen for many years running when the second week of May arrives. Inside of hours, shoots rise from the earth, leaves emerge from buds on branches, and the air no longer carries a bite even when a breeze blows. As if in sync with nature in May, academic graduations abound this time of year, sprouting new candidates for human society, offering potential opportunities for the citizens of tomorrow. Every semester I remind students of the two things society expects those students to accomplish in obtaining their college degrees, no matter what the chosen major. The first is the ability to follow instructions, and the second is the ability to come up with contingency plans in the event that the instructions aren't panning out. In his 1900 sketches, New and Old, Mark Twain tells us, Soap and education are not as sudden as a massacre, but they are more deadly in the long run. Our main Department of Education has a related view of this, which they refer to as the education funnel effect. For every 100 Maine students who enter high school in the ninth grade, only 33 will graduate from a two- or four-year college. Nevertheless, a goodly number of students are moved on through the system, whether or not they are truly earning the high school diplomas and the college degrees they are receiving. All of that, of course, relies on the quality of evaluation of those students' performances. One judge or grader, teacher, instructor, professor, evaluator, for example, may think that a particular effort is Pulitzer Prize-winning material, while another may find that effort a one-star review. Such scenarios are especially pronounced in the humanities, where much wiggle room is part of the picture, the sort of wiggle room not so prevalent in, say, the sciences, where black and white answers are standard fare and determine much of the success or failure of aspiring degree seekers. The fudge factor proliferates in the humanities, largely because the majority of instructors and professors are unwilling to demand organizational, grammatical, and contextual coherence in written work from their students. And the students figure, what the heck? Won't spell checker and grammar checker software take care of all that for me? Meanwhile, the seeds of our future workforce have been planted, and some have already sprouted, ready to be grown into the workers our society will want, or not. At any rate, a whole new crop as of this past weekend at many institutions across the country has just been brought to market. Hi, this is R.W. Estella. W-E-R-U-F-M is the best audio garden one might imagine abounding with sustenance that is simultaneously practical and aesthetically pleasing, a combination proven to be healthy for mind, body, and spirit. 
To seed, grow, and nurture this garden, however, requires an effort that necessarily includes an investment of energy and resources, among them the funding that helps pay for the tools and equipment, materials and supplies, and a modicum of salaries to keep the station on the air 24-7-365. WERU-FM relies on its listeners to contribute to that funding. Please do what you can to help WERU continue being the fabulous auditory garden that has been growing for over a quarter of a century. Thank you. From Orono, Maine, have a great day. 1-800-643-6273 to pledge your support. We were driving in the country woods and we didn't know why we were there. Maybe we were running from the big city or maybe we were running 